Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Time to talk some basketball now. It just feels like yesterday the LA Lakers walked away with the NBA title, but it's all on again as the new season uh, gets underway. And one man that will be hoping for another great season for the LA Lakers is senior writer at Lakers Nation, and also host of the Lakers Nation uh, podcast in Trevor Lane, who's been good enough to join us from the United States. Uh, morning, Trevor. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Very well. I uh, hope you're going well as well. It must feel like, a, for everyone that covers the NBA over there, it must feel like a, a very, very short turnaround uh, between seasons. There's been plenty uh, going on in the off-season, plenty of player movement. Uh, what's the feel over there ahead of another season? Oh, man. I mean, we're uh, obviously our heads are spinning a little bit with how quickly it's all started up again. But everybody's excited. You know, the the Lakers get a chance to defend their championship and they'll get their rings on opening night. And so that's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun and, and exciting. But it does feel like it was such a quick turnaround. It feels like it was just maybe a week ago that they won the championship, even though we know it was back in October. But uh, but still, it has been a very quick turnaround, uh, but still excited to get things going again. For someone like yourself that uh, grew up a, a Lakers fan, love the Lakers, still do, what's this year been like for for a Lakers fan? I mean, it started in the most horrific way possible with the with the sudden death of, of Kobe Bryant. And then, and I'm not comparing the two, obviously, but by the end of the season on the court, it couldn't have been any better uh, by winning a championship. What's it been for someone that's like for someone like yourself and the millions of people in LA that have got a real emotional connection with the Lakers? Well, it's certainly been bittersweet in that regard. Losing Kobe Bryant was devastating to to Lakers fans, to basketball fans around the world. Um, it it was a tragedy that nobody was expecting, and, and it really hit us. And that was um, that was something that the fan base had to deal with. That was something that the team and the organization had to deal with. But it did create this sort of win it for Kobe mentality on the team, and they wanted to go out there and make sure that they did something special in order to honor Kobe Bryant, and they did just that you know, winning a 17th NBA championship. And so um, for as much adversity as, as they faced off the court, uh, to succeed on the court the way they did was made even more special because there was that, that added meaning behind it. There was that sense of accomplishment beyond just, beyond just the sport, beyond just winning an NBA championship, doing something in remembrance of Kobe Bryant only added to, to how much this championship meant to the Lakers organization and to their, their massive fan base. Emotionally, how much did that take out of not only the players but the whole organisation? And, and given there is such a short turnaround between seasons, um, sort of emotionally, how difficult will it be to, to get up again and, and start another campaign for the Lakers? I think it is going to be difficult. You know, it's something where they, they really didn't get much downtime to process things after, you know, not only winning a championship but dealing with the things that they did. And there's been a lot of turnover on the roster. They have many new players that are in there and a few players who have now left. And so there's a, there's a lot to adjust to now 
starting up a new season. And so we can understand if maybe there's a little bit of a slow start here. Maybe if they if they don't look um, like they're quite as, as sharp as we would expect, then, you know, that's uh, understandable given what they've gone through in the quick turnaround. So we'll see how quickly they can really they can really get up to speed here. But if it takes a little while, I think everybody's going to be understanding of that. You mentioned some of the changes they've made to the roster in the off-season. From afar and, and looking at some of the articles that are coming out of the States and, and both here from the uh, NBA analysts here, on paper at least, they, they look better than they were than the team that won the championship last season. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think on paper, they they what really surprised me was they had the goal coming into this off-season of, of, number one, they wanted to get younger. They wanted to get some players who were in their mid-20s who were closer to Anthony Davis's age so that he would feel like, hey, long-term, they have a team that's built around him and not just around a LeBron James that's about to turn 36 years old in just a couple of weeks here. And so they did that. They managed to get Montrez Harrell. They managed to get uh, Dennis Schroeder. And and so that definitely helped in that regard. But they also got better and to, to get both of those things, to improve talent-wise and get younger. That's really impressive. In fact, we saw the latest NBA general manager uh, poll that, that was taken. The NBA GMs around the league voted the Lakers as having the best offseason of any team in the NBA, which is, is certainly remarkable for a team that had just won an NBA championship. So where, where does the main, obviously the Lakers are going to start this season uh, favorite in a lot of people's eyes. From your point of view, where do you think the main challenges will come from this season? Yeah, I think the the big one, of course, is, is still the Clippers. And that was the one that we were looking at last season. Unfortunately, the two sides didn't meet in the NBA playoffs, they, you know, the Clippers lost in the second round. And so they didn't see the Lakers in the Western conference finals, but they are still a very good team with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and they've added some pieces. So that's going to be a tough team. The Denver nuggets um, are also going to be right there. They're a team that every year that they get more experience, they're going to get better and better. Uh, the Utah jazz are a solid team in the West as well. And then you look across it to the Eastern Conference, and you've got the Milwaukee Bucks, who added Drew Holiday. The Boston Celtics uh, picked up some pieces. They did lose Gordon Hayward, but they're still going to be uh, right there. The Miami Heat, who they met in the NBA Finals, kept their team from last year, so they're going to be uh, a tough squad to deal with. There's a number of, of contenders out there in both conferences that are going to be tough to deal with, and uh, and that just makes for an exciting season, you know, where you've got – a lot of challenges and a lot of really good teams. It should be a really fun one. Uh, watching for the, from afar, the player movement in the NBA is always uh, fascinating. And the situation with James Harden is, uh, is a really interesting one to follow uh, from afar. I mean, he doesn't look in great condition. It sounds like he's going to suit up for the Rockets. Where, where's this all going to end for James Harden and the Houston Rockets, do you think? I think it's, at some point he's going to be traded. It feels like that. It doesn't seem like there's there's any any sign towards him reconciling with the organization and changing his mind and wanting to stay. It appears that he is going to leave, but the challenge there is he still has two years under contract. And so the Rockets don't have to be in any hurry to move him, to give in to his demands or anything. Now, he can make life uncomfortable on them with you know some bad behavior and things like that. Uh, but the Rockets ultimately have to do what's best for their franchise and try to get as much as they possibly can if they are indeed going to trade James Harden, this is a top five NBA superstar. They can't let him go without getting significant assets moving forward. And if that offer isn't there, because Harden is under contract for two years, they do have the luxury of waiting a little bit to see if the offers do improve. So 
Ultimately, I think a deal will be found and Harden will be moved, whether that's tomorrow or whether that's before the trade deadline or maybe next offseason. Nobody really knows. Um, it, it all depends on the offers and what Houston finds acceptable at this point. It's been suggested in uh, many of the articles and, and from many of the analysts over there that uh, Australia's own Ben Simmons could be involved in potentially a trade that sees James Harden go to the 76ers. Can you see that happening? And, and for Ben, would, um, given it looks like the Rockets are clearly past their, their time of, of, of competing for a championship, if Ben went the other way, would that be a good move for Ben Simmons? I think it, it could be. You know, Ben Simmons is he's phenomenal. I, I think that if the 76ers put Ben Simmons out there in a deal for James Harden, the, the Rockets should take that immediately. You're getting a 24-year-old with so much potential and so much upside who's already just a tremendous player and so good, especially on the defensive end of the floor. He's amazing. Um, he's fantastic. So if there's a way for them to get him, that would be an ideal scenario for Houston. And then you look at what they've got, you know, Daryl Morey with the 76ers, he obviously has a connection for, with James Harden. So perhaps there's something there where he would want to bring him in. But if you're Houston and you can get a 24 year old Ben Simmons to come in, maybe they don't have the top end talent that the 76ers do right now, but the Rockets do have the ability to add pieces moving forward and you get him in. Maybe they trade John Wall to, to free up a little bit of, uh, of space there. There's some moves that they could make to put some pieces around Ben Simmons. I don't think year one that Rockets team would be better or give Ben Simmons a better opportunity to win than the 76ers do at the moment. But I do think there's some potential there moving forward. I really like Christian Wood, the guy that they added in the offseason. He is a very, very intriguing talent. So there's some pieces there that potentially uh, grow with Ben Simmons. So that could be exciting, even if it would be a, a temporary step back for him. And like any sport, we don't want to see that the superstars of the game sideline. And we haven't seen Kevin Durant play for about 18 months now. He, he, he's back. Um, what can we expect from Kevin Durant at his age and coming off such a serious injury? Well, so far, he's looked great. I mean, it's, that is, like you said, that, that injury is, is really difficult. An Achilles tear, to recover from that is, is tough. And most players are just not themselves after they do come back. And Lakers fans know that well, seeing Kobe Bryant deal with that but so far Kevin Durant looks looks tremendous and the nice thing with him is is a lot of his game isn't built just around his athleticism and so even if he is a little bit less explosive the fact that he is 6'10 6'11 he's so tall he's so lanky he can shoot over defenders and so much of his game is built around his shooting touch and just his his physical profile rather than his explosiveness I think that's going to allow him to to really be successful where some other players might not trying to recover from this injury. So I think he's still going to be a very, very, very good player. Is he MVP caliber like he was a few seasons ago? I don't know about that. We'll have to wait and see. But he does look really good right now. And that's a great thing for, for, for basketball, for the NBA, for the sport, to have Kevin Durant because he's an incredible talent. Trevor, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but in Australia, we like to claim people as our own very closely, even uh, even though only spend a, a, f- a bit of time on our shores. We're doing that with the Lamello ball. He is Aussie Lamello. Um, what do you think he can do in his first NBA season? What have you seen so far from a few of the practice games that he's played? Well, I like that. I, I like that. Aussie Lamello. I think that works. We need to make that stick. Um, he is, he, he's really good. He's, he's incredible. His passing vision, you know, we said Lonzo ball coming in was one of the best passers we've seen coming on in a, in a long time. And I think LaMelo might be even better. His passing instincts are tremendous. The question for him is going to be, 
can he keep up the scoring? Can he be a consistent threat from behind the three-point arc? But, you know, it sure looks like the Charlotte Hornets got themselves quite a player. And you know what? For a team that often gets overlooked in the media, for a team that doesn't get much of a spotlight on them, he's going to bring that. He's going to bring that attention. And with not just his off-court stuff, but with his style of play, the way, the way he plays the game, the flair that he plays it with, that's going to bring eyeballs to the Charlotte Hornets team. And so that's, that's a great thing for them, a great thing for, uh, for their franchise. And, uh, and hopefully it'll be a great thing for, uh, for Ozzy Lamello here as well. <laughs> you know what, though, Trevor? If he's no good, we'll flick him pretty quick and he'll be back to uh, being an American. But uh, let's hope this big thing for Lamello Balls. Great to see him here in the NBL. Just finally, before I let you go, it's, it's always hard to forecast. And as you mentioned before, it's, uh, there are a lot of contenders this year. It looks uh, pretty even. But if uh, you had to have a bet on uh, two teams making it all the way through to the NBA Finals, who would you have it on? So I'm going to go with – I'm, I'm obviously a little biased here, but I'm going to say the Lakers make it through to the NBA Finals. And I'll also say from the East, it, it's going to be the Milwaukee Bucks, I think. You know, this is a team that uh, was the best team in the Eastern Conference for the entire regular season and then just couldn't get it done in the playoffs. I think adding Drew Holiday like they did is going to give them that boost they need to get through to the NBA Finals. I think those teams face off. And, again, I'm biased, but I'm going to say the Lakers take a, a second championship in a row here and, uh, and get the job done in the NBA Finals. Yeah, wouldn't that be amazing for LeBron James's legacy? Uh, Trevor, great to chat. Uh, we're all looking forward to the start of the NBA season. From your point of view, uh, let's hope it's another good one for the Lakers. Have a good Christmas, a great new year, and I'm sure we'll touch base in the new year to talk more Lakers and more NBA. Sounds great. Same to you, and thank you so much for having me. Great to chat to Trevor Lane uh, from Lakers Nation. The NBA season getting underway shortly. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.